I think the best overall description of Moses' relationship with God and the people of Israel is in the breach. Moses essentially stood in between God on one side and Israel on the other. And for that, Moses was unique in salvation history. The book of Exodus tells us that the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a person speaks to a friend. It's a startling claim if you think about it. And several verses later, God tells Moses that no one can see his face and live. This repeated intimate communion with God is how Moses first and foremost became acquainted with God. But it's also how he learned about the mission that God was entrusting him with. He received instructions on how to lead. Then he would go to the people, report all that God had said to him, and do what he was commanded to do. Then he would go back to God, report on how his words were received, and how the people obeyed God's commands or not, and back and forth. The experience of the Israelites was quite different. They were happy to have the Lord as their God, having been freed from slavery in Egypt, and they rejoiced in that fact. And the Exodus event is central to Jewish identity right after being chosen by God through Abraham. Yet on drawing near to their God on the mountain, they were filled with dread at God's overwhelming otherness. Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die, they exclaimed to Moses in today's first reading. And even here, at the very beginning of Israel's covenantal relationship with God and the beginning of Moses' ministry, God is reminding everyone that Moses' time is limited. As a mortal human being, it's a given that he is going to die. And eventually, Israel would need another prophet, another to fulfill Moses' role as leader and intermediary. And of course, with the benefit of hindsight, we know that in the short term, that person would be Joshua. But God had something far greater in mind for the long term than just freeing one nation from slavery and leading them to an earthly territory. Indeed, the deliverance that God had in mind encompassed the whole human race and it was to save us from our greatest enemies, sin and death. And this is the message that Jesus begins to proclaim in the gospel today. Jesus is indeed, as the book of Deuteronomy foretold, a prophet like Moses, will the Lord your God raise up for you among your own kin, to him you will listen. We just celebrated the true and full humanity of Jesus, along with his human ancestry and lineage during the Christmas season. 
And although Jesus fulfilled the role of a prophet, we know him to be so much more. Jesus did more than speak to God face to face as a person speaks to a friend, as Moses did. He was God, the beloved Son of the Father. God is now speaking for himself, not in thunder and lightning and fire, as with the Israelites, but with a human voice in a human person. This is the wonder of the Incarnation. The scene that we have in the Gospel this morning is essentially the beginning of Jesus' ministry in the Gospel of Mark. In the prior 20 verses of the Gospel, Jesus was baptized by John and called his first four disciples. And now immediately he enters the synagogue in Capernaum and begins to teach. And immediately two things mark Jesus as different than any other teacher in Israel. First, that he speaks authoritatively about the scriptures and he commands evil spirits. As God, the ultimate author of the scriptures, of course Jesus speaks with authority on his own text. But the people are taken aback because God has never acted this way before. And in addressing the unclean spirit, he does not invoke the name and the power of God because of course he is God. He commands the unclean spirit in his own authority. Every other Jewish exorcist must invoke the name of God revealed in the burning bush, and every subsequent Christian exorcist must invoke the most holy name of Jesus. Whereas Moses of old stood in the breach between humanity and divinity, Jesus became the bridge by uniting them both in his own body. God quite literally could not have drawn any closer to us. And in Jesus, God is always reaching out to us, calling us, inviting us to himself. And even should we find in our, ourselves in a position like St. Augustine when he cried, O Lord, you were with me, but I was far from you. We have only to be like St. Mary Magdalene in the garden on Easter morning to stop, listen for our names to be called lovingly, and to turn and see the one who loves us standing right before us.